my number one day. It looks like bacon A and bacon B are bacon or soggy bacon. All right, and that's my cue today, Monday, crispy and soggy bacon, bacon A, soggy, bacon B, crispy. I mashed up a few different YouTube videos there to give you that little 22-second uh, intro. So, you know, whatever. It's not a, like a huge deal. I didn't. I didn't spend time on that, so I did that. That was, you know, I did that. that was just, you know, something that, that was funny. I figure every week I could do a, a different, different thing. Anyways, that's probably soggy bacon to me. It didn't sound as good as I hoped it was gonna sound. Uh, if you liked it, feel free to call in three zero five three six five seven 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 seven. All right, so let's uh, let's let's do a let's do a cool thing here. Let's start with the uh, let's obviously start with uh, most crispy and most soggy bacon Monday. It's our Monday segment. It happens every Monday. You can catch it on iTunes and SoundCloud by the end of the show. By 5 o'clock, boom, it's there. SoundCloud. Listen to it. Find out who got soggied over the weekend and who got crispied over the weekend. If you know anything about me or the show, you already know who got soggied, and we'll get there. So let's start with the crispy stuff. Let's go Let's go straight for the crispies. And so I'm giving out two crispy bacons this week, and I'm giving out one big, fat, soggy, heaping load of bacon to one to one group of people, and we will get there. But um, but so I want to uh, I want to point something out. Um, if you haven't taken a look at the final four this week, I'm giving crispy bacon to teams that are not blue. Um, and just to 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 show you guys what I mean. So, let's go all the way back to the year 1994, the year I was born. I am about to be 25 in two weeks on Monday. Not this next Monday, but the Monday after that, 415, I'll be getting the crispy bacon because it'll be my birthday. I'll be turning 25 years of age. I was born in 1994. In 1994, Arkansas won the, the NCAA tournament under Coach Nolan Richard. Against Duke, who was still coached by Coach K at the time at the Charlotte Coliseum in Charlotte, North Carolina, right next to Duke. Duke was basically at a home game, and they lost. Okay, so you got that. 1994. Since then, let's go down the line and count how many teams are not blue. And I know this is going to sound stupid, but I'm sorry. When the numbers are this legitimate, it doesn't sound stupid. In the past 25 years, we have Arkansas, so that's one not blue. UCLA, blue. Kentucky, blue. Arizona, main color is blue, even though they are blue and red, but the primary color, blue. Kentucky, blue. Connecticut, blue. Michigan State, green. All right, we got another one. Five to two right now. Duke, blue. Maryland, not blue. Syracuse, not blue. We got four not blue, six blue. Now it gets nasty. Connecticut, North Carolina, Florida, Florida, Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, Connecticut, Kentucky, Louisville. We just got our fifth our fifth. We are at 15 blue, five not blue teams to win the NCAA tournament. Connecticut, Yukon, uh, Duke, Villanova, North Carolina, Villanova. In the last 25 years, 20 teams who have won the NCAA tournament have had the primary color of blue. This year in the Final Four, there is one team with the primary color blue, and he is, and they're missing their best big man in Chuma Okiki. Okay. Auburn is the only team left in the Final Four, primary color blue. Virginia has blue in it, but their primary color is orange. Um, Michigan State is obviously green, and uh, 
And Texas Tech is obviously red. So I thought I'd give crispy bacon to teams not in blue. I'm hoping Virginia gets past Auburn and we have a non-blue NCAA championship, which would be the first non-blue NCAA championship in in five years. And uh, and it'll be the first blue non And if a team wins and, and their primary color is not blue, it'll be the first one since 2013. So I know it's a little weird. I know it's a little off. But if you guys are anything like me, I make brackets, so I, I, you know, this year I made probably like 20 brackets, I think, and like, I make one that's like dogs, I make one that's color blue, I make one that's color red, I make different brackets that are different, uh, different colors and different meanings that have nothing to do with, with, uh, actual sports and play, just because March Madness is so crazy. Blue has been so predominant in the past 25 years. 20 out of the last 25 teams who won the NCAA championship have been blue. This is big because we are very likely, at least on the left side of the of the tournament bracket, we're going to have a not-blue team in the championship. And on the right side, if Virginia beats Auburn, we will have an, two not-blue teams. This will be the first all-not-blue, all I guess you could call it. Um, This will be the first all-not-blue since, since Maryland played Indiana in 2002. In 2002 was the last time that both teams in the NCAA championship were not primary color blue. So crispy bacon to all of you out there who don't wear blue on your jerseys, who, you know, Michigan State, Texas Tech, who are sitting there thinking, man, we're not wearing blue. Are we going to be able to get in? Are we going to be able to do it? We're not even wearing blue. I doubt that's what they think. But if you're thinking that, congratulations to you because you overcame the blue stereotype. You overcame history and you're going to make history by being the first non-blue NCAA championship in tournament in the tournament since 2002 when Maryland beat Indiana 64 to 52 that'll be fun all right so that's the first crispy bacon easy chill you know nothing crazy I'm not doing anything nuts about it second crispy bacon is going to baseball I have not been on the show since baseball has begun and we are just finishing the opening series for I think every team is done with their opening series Every team has played their opening series. The Marlins tied 2-2 to the Colorado Rockies. So I have a few crispy bacons here. One crispy bacon is definitely... So I have have a few and then a a main crispy bacon. So one crispy bacon definitely goes to baseball. Baseball's back. Crispy bacon to that. Crispy bacon to all of you who love baseball. Um, You know, it was very exciting. Uh, Marlins Park gets crispy bacon as well. Uh, Very cool. The little new area that they put where the statue is. Very cool. It's called the Alley. It's awesome. Uh, Marlins Park on opening day, 25,000 people attending the game. Crispy bacon to all of you who were able to make it. It was 4 o'clock on a work day. You all, 25,000 of you got out there. Crispy bacon to all of you. Crispy bacon to everybody who won their first series. You know, congratulations to everybody who likes baseball, who plays baseball, anything like that. Crispy bacon to all of that. Most crispy bacon for me is going to the Marlins Young Pitching Corps. So, Opening day, Marlins lose seven to three or six to three to the Rockies. Not great. Um, Alfaro hit a home run. JT Riddle hit a home run, and I think Neil Walker hit a home run. Uh, you know, Riddle and Walker being pinch hitters hit a home run. So whatever. That was uh, a little, you know, I guess lightly frustrating, but also you know, no big deal. I'm down. Um, so the Marlins got out there, lost their first game. Jose Reina pitched four innings, um, let up. I, I want to say like five runs or four runs. It wasn't pretty for Jose Reina. But that's fine. You know, Jose Reina is very feast or famine. He's either going to have a great day or he's going to play like crap. And that that's okay. 
that's okay. You know, sometimes you're just you're you're not that guy. But he is the leader of this pitching core. He is the guy that Sandy Alcantara and Pablo Lopez and Trevor Richards look up to and look towards for advice and help. He's the ace of this team, so I stand behind him. However, the crispy bacon is going to the young pitching core for the Miami Marlins. Trevor Richards pitched in game two. He did. He didn't get the loss. Adam Conley got the loss. Trevor Richards pitched six innings and let up only one run. One earned run in six innings. Outstanding six innings from Trevor Richards. Adam Conley blew it. We ended up losing that game 6-1, to one, but that's fine. It wasn't Trevor Richards' fault. I'm not giving the Marlins Crispy Bacon here. I'm giving the Marlins young pitching core Crispy Bacon. So I'm talking Trevor Richards, Sandy Alcantara, Pablo Lopez. Pablo Lopez comes out game three. Uh, Marlins win in game three, and Pablo Lopez gets a win, and Marlon, uh, Pablo Lopez lets up three earned runs in five innings. So solid work from Pablo Lopez. Gets a win. He's 1-0. Um, Trevor Richards, 0-0, one earned run, six innings pitched. Uh, Pablo Lopez, three earned runs, five innings pitched, 1-0. So great job for him. Still uh, you know, currently undefeated. I know it's only one game, but it's still big. It's a nice way to start the season. And then huge, huge, crispy, crispy, crispy bacon to Sandy Alcantara, who pitched eight innings and allowed zero runs to the Colorado Rockies, who had had a great series up to then, scoring over 13 runs in the first two games. Or over 12 runs in the first two games. Outstanding job by Sandy Alcantara. Letting up zero runs in eight innings. And starting the season 1-0. Sandy Alcantara, Pablo Lopez, Trevor Richards. Crispy, crispy bacon to them. Congratulations. It's very good stuff. Um, So yeah, let me... uh, We have it here? This This is Sandy Alcantara right now. This is Sandy Alcantara. All right, so that, that was my Sandy Alcantara crispy song. Um, all right, so Soggy Bacon, as many of you may uh, have imagined or guessed already, it is going to none other than Mike... Coach K, I don't know how to say his last name. Krasinski? Whatever. Um, Coach K and the Duke Blue Devils Soggy Bacon 2... All of you, you can't you can't slide past that many times. You can't get you can't. You, it's one of those things like uh, what do they say about cops and and criminals? It's like uh, criminals got to be lucky every time. Cops only have to be lucky once. It's basically like Duke is the criminal, and then everybody else is the cops. Um, Duke only has Duke. Uh, people only have to be lucky one time to beat Duke because of the way they're playing. They're playing like criminal basketball. They just snuck past UCF with a foul on R.J. Barrett on the rebound. They snuck past UCF, and then they sneak past um, who they beat in the second round, uh, in the next round, in, this, in the Elite Eight. Oh, man, it's going to kill me. Oh, oh, come on, I know this. Um, who was it? Was it? Oh, Virginia Tech. They sneak past Virginia Tech, right? Just like that, they did a little, little sneak past Virginia Tech, a little sneak past... Uh, Right? Am I? Do I have that wrong? Let me. I just gotta look now. I'm pretty sure they beat Virginia Tech by three, though, right? It, like, you know, almost went to overtime. It was a crazy game. No, am I crazy? Okay, here we go. Friday. Yeah, oh, they beat Virginia Tech by two. Yeah, yeah. They snuck past them, and they were down at halftime uh, by four. 
You know, so they sneak past Virginia Tech. They sneak past UCF. And it's one of those things. They're playing criminal bat. They're just getting away with everything right there at the end of the game. They're getting away with it. You know, uh, what, they're over here. They're over there. They're, they're sneaking past, sneaking past. Finally, you get up to Tom Izzo in Michigan State, and there's no sneaking past here. Those are the best cops in the world. Those are the best cops in the country, and they're going to catch you. And they catch, they catch Duke. They catch Duke slipping. They even, at the end of the game, I really, really thought Duke was going to end up winning that game. When I when I saw the replay of that out of bounds with like uh like I have four point two seconds left or something like that and uh, went off Michigan State and Duke got the ball back and and the ref called it on uh, you know Michigan State ball and then they had to bring it back on a uh, on a review bring it back Duke gets the ball and they just they can't make it happen they go they go a uh, brick off the rim and they don't make it happen and then Michigan State gets the ball back and now Duke's got to foul them and Michigan State. Ends up getting the ball, running around, and getting not getting fouled for four seconds, and he ends up getting away with it. And Michigan State ends up winning the game against Duke. Soggy bacon to you, Duke Blue Devils, and soggy bacon to everybody who thought they were a Duke Blue Devils fan. I told you guys, you're part of the problem. If you didn't go to Duke, if you're not from Duke, if you don't have family from Duke, if you don't have family who went to Duke, anything like that, family, good friends, and I'll accept all of those things. But if you don't have that... You shouldn't be rooting for Duke. You shouldn't be rooting for Duke. There's no reason to do it. Don't be those fans who are like, oh, I love Duke. Like, they're just so good. And, like, I realize there are people like that. That's fine. That you just, like, you don't love college basketball that much. So come tournament time, you like the team that's good because you want to root for a team that's good because you want your team to win. I get that. But Duke is off limits to those people. If you want to root for a good team, root for Michigan State. Root for Kentucky. Root for Virginia. Root for Auburn, root for, root for Texas Tech, root for Gonzaga, not Duke, not Duke over here, ladies and gentlemen, no, 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 not Duke. Also, like to point out, only one one seed left in the tournament, and it's Virginia, who everybody expected to choke, along with Michigan State also being in the Final Four, who everybody also expected to choke. So, soggy bacon to all you people who thought Michigan State and Virginia would choke, soggy bacon to all you people who are going for Duke, and soggy bacon to Duke for having all these one-and-done guys who are all, you know... And then you got Trey Jones and Cam Reddish and R.J. Barrett and Zion and everyone's crying and they're holding each other and they're all sad. Look, you guys know exactly what you signed up for. I'll be here for one year. I'm going to go to the NFL, the NBA the year after. I'm going to make a whole mess of money. If you want to go win a championship, go to Villanova. Go to somewhere where, where you're going to stick. Go to Michigan. Michigan, Michigan State's best player is a junior. Why? Because he's not ready to go to the NBA. Because he's ready to go get a national championship. Duke will not win every single year. So if you go to Duke, you can't be sad if you lose because you knew that you were leaving the next year. So Trey Jones, Cam Reddish, Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, you're all going to be first-round draft picks. So just chill on the crying. Go eat some soggy bacon. Wait for the draft where you're all freaking lottery picks and you're making more money than than literally everyone I know. Okay? It's going to be fine. Stop crying about it. Soggy bacon to, all, to, to the Duke guys who are crying. The only one I... I don't even feel bad for Coach K. How many championships has Coach K won? I don't feel bad for anybody who's rooting for Duke or wanted Duke to win. I really don't. All Everyone from Duke is either going to go get paid a buck a load of money or has won a bunch of championships already. So I don't feel bad for you guys. I want Michigan State to win. Last time Michigan State won was 2000. What about them? What if they lost? You wouldn't feel bad for them, would you? No, because they're not Duke. Exactly. Soggy bacon to people rooting for Duke to Duke to... Yeah, all the things I said. There's a lot of soggy bacon to go around in this whole Duke loss. So let's let's just uh, let's share the soggy wealth, okay? And um, 
and yeah, so that's uh, that's 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 uh, most crispy, most soggy bacon. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, most crispy, most soggy bacon Monday. Let's let's hear from SpongeBob again one more time, and then I'll get out of here. Oh no, my computer's on silent. Doesn't really matter. Don't have it up. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening. You just hear the goodbyes. You might wonder what's gone wrong. It has been a while, and I feel it's time that I move to something new. You might miss me for a while. Don't feel sad. Somewhere dark, somewhere sunny